Daddy ain't dead. Give me my flower. Hey, welcome to the Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. This is your host, Amp Coward. And I am coming with a solo episode right now. Uh, I just wanted to talk about some pretty cool dad quotes and then also just tell some um, funny stories of some stuff that happened over the last, I don't know how long, for between me and my kids and my family. Um, as you know, I have four children, four beautiful children. Um, my oldest is a girl and then three boys. And bless their hearts. They crazy, all of them. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about some of the things just so I can laugh and also um, sharing those things and hope that other people are going through kind of similar situations or similar things in their own households. So you can know that, hey, you know, you're not the only person going through those things you think you're going through with your crazy kids. And I don't want nobody to ever be offended when I call my kids crazy or annoying or whatever, because they're awesome kids. They're a blessing and they make fatherhood so enjoyable. Um, but it's okay sometimes to say some um, bad things or some stuff that might have a negative connotation, um, if that's what it is. Uh, I always laugh at people who think parenting is um, about all the bells and whistles and, you know, giving your kid all the good stuff in life and none of the bad stuff, not teaching them lessons and or not punishing them. There's a difference between corporal punishment and teaching your child what they can't do and what they can do. And there's a big difference. Um, And I want to tell people, if you want to show your child what not to do, find your form of punishment. If you want to show your child what to do, reward them. So, Take that bit of information and do with it what you want. But that's how I look at my kids. Always tell your kids what you want them to do. Because if you tell them what they don't, what you don't want them to do, they're going to continue to do it because you're not teaching them the corrective action. And that's just from coming from years of working with children. And it's helped me be a better father, too. So I think I've gotten more results with showing them what to do and telling them what I need versus just not always telling them not to do something. Um, Sometimes that happens, but, you know, for the most part, try to make it teachable moments. Um, I also want to talk about, (laughs) so I am right now trying to teach my boys Um, about name-calling and bullying and stuff like that. And so I know growing up, when I was in school, because I was real dark-skinned, had two big front teeth, um, still got that, still got all this stuff. To this day, I get dark-skinned jokes. Um, But they are far and few in between because people know I'm a jokester. I like to crack jokes. I like to call what in Tampa, where I'm from, we call it chewing. And so people know I was good at chewing on people. So at the end of the day, 
you know, we make sure that we took care of each other at home when it came to the name calling and things like that. So I'm teaching my boys um, right now how to name call, <laughs> prepare them for if kids going to start picking on them in school, they'll learn quickly not to mess with the coward boys. And that's one of the reasons why I'm teaching them that is because their last name is Coward. And kids are ruthless. And so when I was coming up in school, all the time, kids was, are you a coward? Are you scary? Whatever. And then after a few times of that, I just learned to start cracking jokes on people. Um, we ain't going to get into the particulars, but, you know, I was pretty good with telling the jokes. Still am. And so people usually leave me alone. Um, and, you know, nowadays, if you're a grown adult laughing at somebody's last name, is you need help. And you're going to get these jokes regardless. And you're going to wish you never picked on my last name in the first place. But um, so I'm teaching my boys this, and mainly Jeremiah, because he's the oldest. And he's really good at it. Um, <laughs> he's frighteningly good at it. And it's really funny that he has me and Jackie both laughing because he sits up and talks back to me. And I mean, with the jokes. I might say a joke to him and he come right back with it and they be good jokes and they funny jokes. And now Isaiah's getting into it and he's only two and he's too good with it too. And it's just like, hold on now. I mean, I know I'm teaching y'all, but y'all learning too fast. And so I'm hoping, you know, right now they only doing it with me. And, but eventually some kids are going to try them and it's just not going, I'm just waiting for that phone call. You know, your son calls somebody, a, you know, a TV head or something like that. Because that is one of the jokes Jeremiah said. He said, my head, my head was shaped like a TV. Isaiah actually told me my head looked like a hamburger. It, it's just going on and on. To y'all, that might not be funny. But that was hilarious when you hear your kids saying that to you as a rebuttal. Um I can't think of all the other funny jokes they've been saying, but I encourage all your families out there, all your parents, um, talk to your kids about bullying, name calling, and things like that. Don't let it be acceptable. Don't let kids run over your kids. Um, it's all done in taste. You know, if a kid says something to yours, your kid's not supposed to just sit there and be quiet. Um, my kid's not going to take that route. I'm not going to allow them to do that. Um, also, tell me this, have your kids, you know, we're working on, you know, the whole napping at school, napping at daycare thing. Now, Jeremiah, he's five now, and he think he's going to miss something, and he hardly ever takes a nap now. Zaya sleeps all day. Now, I want to know what you guys think we should do about sleeping at school. Like what tips are we supposed to, to help the caregivers help my son go to sleep at school? Because when he come home and he don't take no nap, it's just whiny. It's just ridiculous behavior until he goes to sleep, you know, talking back, don't want to listen, you know, just whiny behavior. Um, and it's really because he's tired, which I still never understand to this day. Why kids, when they're sleepy and tired, 
that they just don't go to sleep. It's just baffling to me. I know when I'm annoyed, when I'm tired as an adult, I go to sleep. But that's neither here or there. Now, parents, just if you're listening to this, dads, whoever, come up with some strategies to help your boy out with dealing with either no nap time when I get home and or how to get him to sleep at school um, when he's there. Uh, Anyway, on to the next subject. I also want to know how you guys deal with your kids and them wanting to dress themselves. My kids want to dress themselves. They do a pretty good job of it. Um, but the biggest problem is shoes. They want to wear the same shoes with everything, regardless if it matches or not. Isaiah has these, uh, lime green and black LeBron James. I bought his brother, you know, they were passed down. I got three boys. You best believe they getting them hand-me-downs. Um, so he got the LeBron James. And because I probably talk about LeBron James a little more than I probably should, he knows who LeBron James is. He knows the shoes because daddy got two pair. So he wants to wear the LeBron James all the time. But you can't wear lime green and black shoes with everything. Now, that's that. Jeremiah, he only want to wear new shoes. So every time I get him a pair of new shoes, he wear them out. But he wearing with everything. And right now he wearing these Nike Prestos that's all red. And he want to wear them with everything. As you notice here, my kids like bright colors. Because I like bright colors. So this is another example of parents. Dads particularly. Watch what you're doing around your kids because they follow suit. Now this isn't a bad thing because it's just shoes. But I still want to know, how do you get your kids to wear different shoes when they want to wear the same shoes all the freaking time? It's crazy. Um, I want some help on that issue. Now, I also want to say, talk a little bit about fatherhood and some quotes I've been seeing online about fatherhood. And one of the quotes I saw that was pretty interesting was anyone who tells you fatherhood is the greatest thing that can happen to you. They are understanding it. Now, I'm going to say that again. Anyone who tells you fatherhood is the greatest thing that can happen to you. They are understanding it. And when they say it, they mean fatherhood. That speaks volumes. And it's such a true statement. Because it is one of the greatest things that that can happen to you besides you finding God and or getting married. So fatherhood is the greatest thing. It gives me so much joy. I told y'all before, probably on the show, the greatest thing that happens to me each day is when I go pick my kids up from daycare and they run to me and they scream daddy. And they're so happy to see me. Like, I love it. I love it. I love it. It makes my day. I could be having the worst day. It makes my day. Um, And that's fatherhood. And if I was a terrible father, 
my kids probably wouldn't behave that way when they saw me. <laughs> um, fatherhood is screaming, the kids screaming at you when you come in the house and turning up. My wife hates it, but when I come home, if I'm not coming home with them at the same time, they act a fool when I come home because they're just excited to see me. Um, but yes, it, it is the greatest thing that can happen to you. Like I said, outside of um, finding God and um, being a, a great husband, then you're understanding it. And it's a great accomplishment. And I just want guys to understand, to understand that you are a valuable member of your family and a, a valuable part of your kids or your kids' lives. And to understand how serious it is, how important you are, that what you do for your kids affects them lifelong. Um down from from age to to the grave. What you do molds your child until the man or the woman that they're going to be. So make sure you're taking that responsibility um, super serious and putting forth all the efforts you can put into that because it should be a passion of yours. It's a passion of mine. I hope it's a passion of yours because you're listening to this podcast. Um, and I think you should take full advantage of every day and every opportunity you have. Doesn't mean you're always on 10, 100% given every single day. Because all people, all dads have a day where they just, it's just not there. You're not at 100%. But you got to give your kids everything you got, every opportunity you can. Um, because how many times you do something, they don't matter. Those kids going to remember those days that you didn't put, put up enough effort um, when you could have. So try to embrace those moments and take advantage of those moments when you have them with your family, specifically your kids and being a great dad. Um, also too, make sure uh, when you're talking to your kids, just remember that everything you say is and how you say it is going to be like their, their thinking voice. So every time they're going to make major decisions in their life or, coming up with something or thinking about whatever their voice inside their head is you and how you would say something or how you would reply to something. So just remember that. So if you're always condescending, mean, yelling, whatever, that's the voice they're going to always hear when they think about you. And when it comes to major decision-making, if you're embracing, loving, caring, a responsible father, and you vocalize that that way, they're going to take those things that way. Um, everybody yells. No, there's not one person on this earth that hasn't yelled and or specifically yelled at your kids. But it's a time and a place for all of that stuff. So just make sure you're just scaling back on some of those things because when your kids get into crunch time and they get to thinking, that's the voice they hear. Is your is your They hear the parent's voice. And more specifically, their dad's voice. Um, I also want to go and talk about some of the some other quotes that I see. Um, it says this one here it says my father gave me the greatest gift anyone can give another person is he believed in me. 
I mean, that just speaks for itself. It just speaks for itself. Believe in your kids and what they do. They're going to go full force. I'm telling you, it makes, a, it makes a big difference. I'll tell you, one of the first times I ever scored a touchdown in high school when I was playing football is because my dad, my uncle, and my grandfather showed up to my football game. It was It was a phenomenal motivation for me. They showed up to my game, and I scored my ever my first ever touchdown. And there was no coincidence of why that happened. I wanted to show them how good I was at football, and I scored my first touchdown that season when they showed up to my game. Um, it, I mean, it just speaks volumes for what fathers and important men in your life, dad figures, father figures can do for a kid's psyche and motivation to do great in all aspects of their life. So fathers, make sure you're given that gift of showing your kid that you believe in them. Um, also, let's, t- let's go to another quote. And I'm, I'm, I'm scanning through quotes as I'm talking. Um, and I'm trying to stay on point here with, with everything I'm going. Um, every father should remember one day his son will follow his example, not his advice. Again, another quote that speaks for itself. You know, what's the saying? Do, do as I do as I say, not as I do. Something like that. But this is what this is saying, is your kids will always follow your example, no matter what it is. Um, most of the time, not going to listen to your advice because you'll say something. And next thing you know, you, you'll be doing the complete opposite. So do as I say, not as I do. I guess that's what it is. I'll do it. <laughs> I'm going to totally jack up that saying. So either way it goes, your son or your kids are going to follow your example, not your advice. All right. So be be that leader, be that dad, be that man that you want your children to grow up to be. All right. Um, And really, that's really all I want to talk about is a few quotes. Um, Get on here and give you guys a little bit of content. Continue to support the Dead Ain't Dead podcast. Um, support, share, repost, all of that. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, make sure you're hitting those sites up, Daddy Ain't Dead Podcast. And make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend. Share the podcast. Daddy Ain't Dead, give me my flowers. Listen, I know I said the episode was over. Dead Ain't Dead podcast. Share, repost, all that goodness. Okay? <laughs> but I want to talk about two things that I just started laughing about. One is uh, daddy tax, and the other one is sharing with the kids. Now, these go hand in hand and maybe even a walking contradiction. So, first one is daddy tax. I want to know if any other dads do this. And I'm talking about daddy tax. I mean, the kids 
um, bring stuff to me, whether it's food, and most of the time it's food. So something in a package that they want me to open for them because they can't, and I do it. But to discourage them, or not discourage them, to encourage them this life skill of opening their own packages and eating or drinking whatever it is, I either drink or eat whatever it is they're handing to me to open. Now, I don't eat the whole thing or drink the whole thing. I just take the first sample, you know, get me a little sample in. You know, kids' snacks taste the best anyway. We all know this. So I'm just getting, you know, a little dabble. I'm getting a little dabble of their food or their little drink. They bring me a juice box. I got to put the straw in it. Yeah, I'm going to take the first sip of your of your high C cooler, okay? If you if you bring me the oatmeal pie, guess what? I'm, I'm going to get the first bite out the package, all right? Bring me them chips, I, I'm going to get the first couple of Doritos, okay? Now, first of all, don't judge um, the snacks that I give my children. That's first of all. We, they do eat lots of uh, fruits and vegetables, thank to, thanks to my wife. But if it was up to me, they'd be eating Little Debbie's snack cakes, chips, and cookies all day long if it was up to me um, and up to them because they will do it too. Now, when it comes to the daddy tax, you you got to do that because you got to teach your kids that life skill of being independent and opening their own snacks. Now, my kids have gotten to the point where they can go in the cabinet, whether it's using a chair or their own height to get the snacks out of the cabinet, but then they can't open them. So that's where the daddy tax come in, and that's when I help them acquire that skill. Because at this point, they get they get kind of annoyed now when I do it to them. Uh, when it, especially on the on the chips, they they are in love with some chips, and so they will make sure um, that I only get like a few chips out of their bag, or they or they get salty about it. But hey, if they if they want to uh, not be a part of the daddy tax, then they'll learn how to do that on their own without my help. Now, second thing, I'm talking about sharing with your kids. Now, this <laughs> might seem harsh. But I despise sharing stuff with my kids. And I'm talking about snacks. You know what I'm saying? So we go to the store. I try to make sure I buy snacks that only I like, not that they like, or that they can have. Yes, I buy mad stuff with peanut butter in it. Because guess what? My kids are allergic to peanuts. So I do that. Yeah, it seems harsh, but guess what? My snacks play up. Now, when it comes to some other things that they can eat, I go in the other room, hide, eat something, because I don't want to share with them. Am I wrong for that? I don't think I am. I'm pretty sure there's plenty of parents out there, and dads included, that they know for a fact, anytime you rustle some plastic or open a box or open some a juice, here they come, running. Now, all of a sudden, they want a snack. They're hungry. They want some juice. They're thirsty just because you got something. And then what? You got to give it to them because they're in your face. You can't be an absolute jerk and be like, no, no. Or you can just go get your own, get them a snack. You know what I'm saying? But that's messing up your snack time. So, yes, I don't like sharing snacks with my kids, even though I daddy text them galore. But I don't like sharing my snacks with them. I be hiding all the time. I mean, I straight up, 
ate a um, whole bunch of they Halloween candy in various rooms. I got wrappers all over this house. In the bathroom, the second bedroom, the kitchen, whatever. I throw some of the packages back in their bag. My son talking noise, talking about, Daddy, you been in my bag. You, you know, I'm you right. I've been in your bag. I leave the wrappers right in there. In the laundry room, don't matter. I'm, I'm, but I ain't trying to share, though. So, I will tell or I ask everybody out there, if you feel the same way I do, let it be known. I just want to make sure I ain't the only jerk that's out there not sharing with his kids. Uh, for the most time, most of the time, you know, if, if I got a lot of something, I'm going to share with them. Like, for instance, this, like this past uh, couple of, last weekend, I had a bag of, of um, Fritos. Open the Fritos. Matter of fact, I ain't even open the Fritos. I took the Fritos out the cabinet. I came, sat down on the couch. I just moved the Fritos from one side of me to the other. They heard the bag, and both of them turned around. What do you got, Daddy? What's that? Can I have some chips? And I'm like, and Jackie just starts laughing because she knows I don't like sharing. And but both of them, as soon as they heard the plastic, they was on me. It was on me. So of course, had to share the Fritos. I said whatever. I had a bunch of them, you know, big old bag of Fritos. Of course, I shared them. I ain't want to, but I did. Comes to candy and stuff. I don't share my candy. I just don't. Uh, I share juices and water and all that stuff like that, but. I know I ain't the only one who feels this way. How do you feel about sharing with your kids um, and what you like to share with them and what you don't? And if you do the daddy text too, I just want to share those uh, those kind of lighthearted moments <laughs> and see what you guys think and kind of just talk about something that was, that was on my heart. I wanted to see if everybody else does the same thing or feels the same way. At the end of the day, my kids are fed well and they don't need my snacks. All right. And make sure dads, if you're not getting your daddy tax, you're missing out, man. You're missing out because kids snacks are the best. All right. Hey, this is Daddy Ain't Dead podcast. It's your host, Amp. Make sure you share, repost, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Give me my flowers. Daddy Ain't Dead podcast.